today what is the day right now that you're listening to this i don't even know because i'm months behind on releasing these that's right you probably listen to these podcasts and be like it's not even fall anymore and you're right i don't even know what year it is right now but thanks for tuning in you guys and uh that feeling of being lost bewildered uh not knowing what's going on. That's how I feel every time I think about Miles Ching. And that's our guest today. Hello. Miles, man, <laughs> I feel like you got a great uh, deadpan face. Uh, that's just how I look. Like, I'm, every time I see your, uh, your Snap or like Instagram stories, I'm just dying. Yeah. So, I, I, uh... You got like that. You got a... Man, I don't know how to say this without sounding mean. You got a comedic face. Like, your expressions are Oh yeah, uh, hilarious. I, I have put in, like, years and years of work into this. I mean, <laughs> sleepless sleepless nights. Uh, um, my mom used to cry. She'd say, go to bed. Stop practicing your impressions. <laughs> if You're I had... scaring your family. <laughs> Please let us sleep, Miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just down there screaming, but you know, look look at me now. <laughs> they're they're just like, uh, will you please untie us? <laughs> What's that? Will you please untie us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets weird, man. But it's, you know, I'm a big into method acting, so you got to go. do what you got to do. Man, it's it's crazy. We got Johnny on. Uh, we got Johnny and Shotgun as well today. Uh, so very rare podcast. Very spe- very rare. Very limited edition today. Miles is someone, let me be 100% blunt with you guys, I don't fucking know. It's just someone I fucking uh, follow on social media. So that's kind of, it's kind of dope because uh, this whole podcast thing is like a way for 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 me to break that, that, that weird, awkward uh, barrier of right. like what is, uh, like, like who do I know? Who do I follow? And like... Who do I stalk? Like, yeah. uh, what's the levels of stuff? So, like, this is kind of like uh, a way for me to uh, not like level things out that are on different levels, I guess. So, like, now yeah. I gotta I gotta put you from like someone I stalk, yeah. and and now you can now it's like you're now you're in the category of like, oh my god, I'm we're fin- here to build a friendship. Yeah, I'm finally in Sam's house instead of him like being in my house without me knowing type stuff. Find out if if I uh, make the cut at the end of the episode, right? Yeah, I I'm going to I'm going to assume yes. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert. I don't know, I'm planning on having a big Birdman moment. Oh man, how so? Uh I might yeah, I know you might say something offensive. I might say you know, my Birdman. Yeah, exactly. Some, all right. I'm I'm I really just, feeling like having a Birdman moment for the Champ fan. Podcast. Dude, I want you to have a Joe Budden moment. Um, 
Well, it could be either. I'm really kind of gearing for whatever I'm feeling <laughs> when it comes to. Dude, I, it, I waited for my first walkout. Like, so that, yeah, it's kind of what I'm kind of so just uh, just, just waiting for you to say the wrong thing. Oh, I'll man. be up out of here. All right. <laughs> so uh, let's get let's get to the hard hitting questions. All right, let's get it. Uh, what part of China are you from? Um, it's kind of a trick, tr- tricky, uh, tricky question. Because I'm trying to think of a specific place in China. I can't think <laughs> <Yeah>. of anything. <laughs> okay, so is is that, uh, uh, I asked this on um, all my Asian guests, is that your real government name? Yeah, it is. Um, apparently, the real story is that it was Chingston. And we went to, and then, Dude, Chingston? <laughs> yeah. And it, was, <laughs> and it was an English, it was an English name. And then when uh, my family came through Ellis Island, I believe, and they were like, they were like, fuck you. You're white and we're gonna, you're Ching now. That's hilarious. Your name is Ching. That's Have amazing, fun. dude. That's gotta be Your like, junk email is gonna be awesome. <laughs> see, like, I, I feel bad for you because, like, uh, I bet applying for jobs, you get like, uh, oh, yeah. the weird, like, automatically, like, yeah. you, you're turned down. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of great because, like, when I get in there, they're like, oh, I thought you'd be Asian. And you're just like, ha ha ha. Man, it's short that is ch- pretty funny. It's short for Chingston. Yeah. You, that can't be real. Yeah, uh, that's like, what that's what that my ch- grandma's got like a little like uh, what do you call that? It was like <laughs> Chingston or Chingmin, but there, there's like this little. <laughs> I don't think any of it's any better. I think it's just kind of like, dude, that is so nuts. Yeah, but that's that's as far as I know, that's what happened. Dude, you're the you're like uh, to me, you're someone who's just so groundbreaking because uh, the tradition traditionally the the precedent is like. Motherfuckers like me, who my real name is like Chingbing, yeah. I'll, I'll change it to Sam. Yeah. Or like Johnny's real name is Wang. He changed it yeah. to John. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're the first guy yeah. who's like, yo, uh, we could be Johnsons. We nah. could be Smiths. We're Chings. I, ha- I had to, I had to uh, separate myself, you know, from the pack. And I didn't stop at Miles either. Like, it's not an I. Let's go. Like, my, I have a Y. I'm pretentious yo, like that. That's... You know? How your parents must have been way ahead of the time, right? Like, right, right. They're like, Yo, we're using Y as a vowel. They're like, This kid's gonna be sick. They're like, <laughs> yeah. No way, dude. I, Miles is just like it, it's one of the names that reminds me of where it's like rad, you know what I mean? Yeah, like you think Miles, I think rad, I think like tubular. Okay, I think, uh. But I think I that was Sam, too. It's hard to too. think with your own name. Yeah, Sam is, like, a really 90s name, I feel like. Yeah, but, like, I think it's hard to it's hard to judge with your own name, but, like, okay, so you get the name Justin. Like, you have a pre predispositioned, like, yeah. understanding of, like, what a Justin is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, My Justin's kind of weird. He's really skinny. Yeah, I feel like they're gangly, but they're always, like, very, like, confident socially and whatnot. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's, like, <laughs> and, and I, I had this, I had this, like, uh, conversation the other day, like, do people grow into their names because that's oh, because they're kind of formed whoa. into that social construct? So is it like nature versus nurture versus label? Yes. It, yeah, I wonder that, man. Oh my god. Dude, that's a that's that, a hard hitting question. We that's because Sam's a goofy ass name. Like Sam is a. Uh, are we gonna launch a study? Name. We're gonna. Wow, dude. I, regist- making- who wants to register their baby today? We're gonna track them to adulthood. Yo. You got to name Yo, one, Eric. I, I feel like so much data is gathered already that like this this information set's already in the database. Yeah, like we just got to like process it right. Yeah, like, you know, like like pull it up right. Like, 
but, but I want to start a completely organic uh, project. So we're gonna name. We're gonna have. Okay, we gotta have a Justin now. Okay. Um, there's gotta what be. A, we, okay, let's 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 do a prediction. Okay. So our our Justin, our our Justin, I imagine as someone who goes gets like a liberal uh, arts degree for sure. Yeah. They yeah. they get to college. It's kind. It's kind of. They like, kind of already had money before, so they're kind of chilling. Uh, I I would say like maybe their parents could have had money, but yeah. like uh, exactly, like exactly. Their parents, They're at least their parents pretend upper to, middle class. No, but they try to pull off like we're poor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like yeah, we don't got money for that. But like, what's that FAFSA? Yeah, or whatever they got, they yeah. can file in. Yeah, yeah. Their mom, their parents are always disappointed when they get denied. They're like, but like, yeah, but we're we're broke. <laughs> yeah. Like, how, <laughs> oh. Did uh so that's that's our Justin. So then there's gotta be an Eric. I feel like an Eric is a very Dude, is a very every, linear. Every Eric I know is type A. Like it's like, yo, these are the goals. Yeah. These are the objectives. Yeah. Eric's gonna get it type done. Type A's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like what's up with Eric and uh eye eye troubles? I feel like a lot of Eric's have glasses. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or bald prematurely. Get your get your rods and cones figured out, uh yeah, Eric's. <laughs> Well, that's deep. Damn. Whoa. Eric's, why are you ghosting Johnny? He's a pretty good guy from what I gather. Dang. I don't fuck with Eric's anymore, Johnny. I'm sorry about that. Yo, yeah. yo, there was a guy that went to the Lincoln. His name was Eric. It was like A. Eric with an A? A. I R. Fuck you, Eric with an A? What the no, hell? No, it was like A. No, maybe it was like maybe it was A-R-R-I-C. Like something ridiculous. Ridiculous. You better, he better be Bosnian or something. <laughs> yeah, like, like we're not letting that slide. Yeah. How do we imagine this imaginary person named this version Bosnian Eric? He's definitely bald. Okay, yeah, he's yeah, he's Bosnian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in the same socks. That's is that a Bosnian thing or is that an Eric thing? Uh, I'm not gonna talk on that. I'm not I, I don't, I, don't, I don't say nothing bad about Bosnian Here's my Birdman people. moment. He's asking me about Bosnians and socks. Right. This is it. <laughs> He's saving up for this. Holy shit. I'm just trying to catch my I told you to leave that off. <laughs> trying to catch my slipping. I told you to leave that out. <laughs> no. Things we can't talk about. Bosnians and socks. <laughs> Dude, shout outs to Bosnia. Shout outs to Doriano. Doriano. Uh, Yo, free Doriano, gang, gang. He'll come back. Yo. Shout out to Safa to Medi. I used to work with a Bosnian out at Tiger Machinery. That was the OG right there. That's his name. Safa to Medi. He's probably Sa- one of the most interesting people. Safa to Medi. Yeah. People say Asian names are funny. Yeah. Nah, Bosnian names. <laughs> that's where it's at. Those, that's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. I feel one. like Bosnians are just the Asians of Europe, anyways. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. It's like uh, any country where like you repeat uh, letters that aren't vowels, <laughs> probably Bosnian. <laughs> what is there six J's in a row? Yeah, I mean, it stands out on paper, so oh, maybe they're the ones doing it right. Have you been to Bosnia? I haven't even been overseas. What? Why? Little ASMR for you. I hope you got that. Um, <laughs> no, I've never been overseas. Um, have you been I mean, undersea? Like, I'm, I'm like super against going overseas, man. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just like, nah, I'm just I'm playing. I really want to go to, I really want to go to like, uh, Germany is up there on my list. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, like, Tokyo's always really fascinated uh, me too. You gotta go to like rural Japan. You can't enjoy yourself. Bro. <laughs> I gotta go with Johnny. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. I'm so just I gotta like, go with Johnny. Yeah, I'm just like, just go wherever Johnny's going next week. That or where else? I wanna go to Ireland a lot, but I just found out Ireland, Ireland is the size of Indiana, and that blew my fucking yeah. mind, wow. man. What? Like, on the map, I was thinking, like, dang, Ireland's fat. Like, that's it. There's fat. There's fat land in Ireland. Ireland's that small? Indiana. I was, I can't look at the, at the globe the same anymore. Yeah. Ireland is just, like, a big field. Like, <laughs> yeah. A beautiful, like, there's just sheep, and then there's, like, some people walking in fields, like, look, like, I don't know, like, got a stick. I like, like, like some Why has he got a stick? I don't know. He calls himself a shepherd. He does then, his thing. And then some pubs. Like, just pubs. I think I think that's the life to live. It's farmers and pubs. And that's sheep. so simple. That's what we need to be doing. Man. And they drive on the other side of the road, man. It's a different. Oh, they do that, too? Yeah. Dang. Everything's narrow as hell. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why Irish. Everything's narrow. Maybe that's why they're so angry all the time, man. Yo, we they're always like squeeze, They're always squeezing friend, by. I have a friend that he looks like an Irish person. <laughs> I don't even know if he is. I just assume he's Irish. They come over to America. There's like there's so much goddamn space. <laughs> <laughs> Two lane roads. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> Damn. No, I um, I want to travel, but every time I think about it, I don't. Uh, you haven't been overseas. I'm, I'm, I I was, I started overseas. Okay. Oh, I. No, I've we used to go to Vietnam a lot. Okay. The thing they don't tell you is that like, uh. <laughs> The fucking being on a plane for 13 hours sucks. Yeah, I've been on two planes in my life. Really? Yeah. Yo, bro, when you do like that, like, you start out, like, in Chicago and you end up in, like, Taiwan. Yeah. But, like, for some goddamn reason, you go to the North Pole first. Like, what? That's, that's, how, that's how the route goes. Like, for some reason, like, the planes fly with the curvature of the Earth. Okay. So, like... You think like the the quickest way to to China from Chicago is a straight line to China? Yeah. No, you go to Russia. Uh, you go through Mongolia. That's, so, that's honestly so cool. Like I want to yeah. go to the North Pole. Yeah. yeah. Yo, the worst thing was um, Santa still there? Is he dead? Like he's he's kind of old at this point. Like no, nah. I haven't heard anything in a minute. Dude, he's been, he's been kind of quiet. He, I think uh, it's actually Liam Neeson. I watch. Talking about Liam Neeson on planes. Uh, last time we were doing that bullshit route from Chicago to the North Pole yeah. to China. Uh, right when we're over Alaska, in-flight movie, I swear to you, dude, is The Gray. Okay. Where, so this was not that long ago then? Yeah. No, like 2012, maybe? Okay. I think The Gray came out then. And then, like, in The Gray, they're flying the same dumbass route I'm flying over Alaska, and their plane, like, just... Explodes. I've seen that movie. Actually. I've actually seen very little movies. Like I, I don't. I have not seen that many movies, but I've seen, the, seen gray. the gray. I've yeah. seen the gray. No, dude, don't ever watch movies where the plane explodes when you're on a plane. It's like really nerve wracking. I like to live life on the edge of my seat. <laughs> so like, maybe that's. I'm just kidding. I'm actually pretty afraid of planes. Not not really, but like kind of. I I uh, I like to act like I'm not. 
<laughs> it's that liftoff feeling. I'm just like, wow, we're actually in the air. <laughs> I think that's what actually Liam Neeson did. I think that's how that's how he became the guy. No, yesterday. you want to know some crazy about the gray? Like his real life wife died like the same way his wife died Whoa. in in the gray or so. Like the Liam plane. Neeson's? Yeah, like or she died in a plane crash. Dang. Yeah, and Can like, you, I've always thought that would be like probably one of the worst ways to go. In a plane crash. Because you're chilling, you're like, yeah. oh, we're going to we're going to L.A., baby. Yeah, they calm you down, but it's like. Yeah, but just imagine you're like chilling. You're like, oh, vacation. I can't <laughs> wait to get to my hotel. And then we're gonna go to the beach. And then the the pilot's like, psych. We're actually going down. I mean, I All guess right. uh, this, just, th- this is gonna sound like weirdly morbid or like emo and shit. But like, every time I'm like on a plane, I'm usually like going on a vacation. Yeah. And um. And every time I'm on a plane, I have that thought of like, all right, what if this is when it crashes and I die and shit? I feel like I feel like that's got to be common, right? Yeah, like I. But you know what's weird? It's like the last like three or four times I've been at that point, I found like this weird piece where I'm like, yeah, if I die right now, I'd be fine, cause like. That means one, you've reached self actualization. Yeah, like one, I'm on vacation. I'm dying on vacation. Sam like, is self actualized. Yeah, it's crazy. Like last time I was I was going to Cancun. Okay. Right, and I was like, "Fuck! If I die, if this plane crashes, and I die right now, like yo, at least I, I'm with my friends. Like I never have to pay <laughs> back all those debts. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. out. See ya. Yeah. I'm, I'm not calling my family. I'm calling my insurance company to say, "Hey, fuck you! Yeah. I'm going down in this plane. Good luck getting that money back. <laughs> Call student loans. Be like, yeah. <laughs> be like, psych. I win this one. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Suck. <laughs> no, I took a I took a plane my first time uh, when I was a junior in high school to Denver. So it was like a forty five minute flight. Oh, okay. But it kind of like was shocking to me because I've always driven everywhere, and uh, like we've driven to California, and uh, so when we flew there, it was like I was in Sioux Falls, and it's this crazy thing that planes can do. I mean, I don't know if you've heard like I don't know how much people know about planes, but they go like a decent speed. 700 miles an hour. So we were there in like 45 minutes and I'm like, what? It's like, I can't even get to Sioux City to drive. I was, like, really? I was like, oh my God. I mean, it's it's warmer here. Uh, I don't know. It was a, like the first time for me, like being that. You feel t- you're time traveling the first time. You're just yeah, because like, like I was so in tune with how life worked up to that point. Oh. So, the, so the fact the fact that I took a plane when I was like 18 for the first time, it Yo. was like so, like it blew my mind. Yeah, it just feels crazy. I feel like now? Isn't there a movie out about that where these people like travel into the future? They get off the plane and they're like, Yo. You've been gone five years and they're like, What? <laughs> Dude, I uh my car wouldn't start the other day, so I had to go to Lewis downtown. Yeah. And, like, when you drive, that shit's, like, two seconds. Yeah. Yo, it took me, like, six hours to walk there and back. To Lewis? Yeah. I'm I'm really slow. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, th- that's kind of, like, the reverse of the plane. I, mean, I think that's why invite- they invented roller skates. Dude, did you know that's the, be- like, girls, pro tip. If you're If you happen to be the first girl to listen to the podcast, 
Thank you. Um, You're beautiful. Roller skating. Let me give me my number. Let me plug my number. Yeah, get Miles. I'm very lonely. <laughs> Just swipe right on Miles. I got a cat in my lap right now, to be honest. So it tells you all you need right there. Dude, so you don't even like cats. Uh, it's not that I didn't like cats. And I, it's just that I didn't prefer them until today because I just had a life-changing moment on this podcast. This is the handsomest cat I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, you like the cat? He's yours. <laughs> this is amazing, man. No, but seriously, this is, this, is, this is the softest cat I've actually ever pet. And its eyes are like, how much money did you spend on this cat? Dude, he was at the Humane Society. And he was the oldest cat there. No one would adopt him. What? Yeah. That, that blows my mind. Right? Blew my mind when I got him, too. I'm not even kidding, you guys. If you could see this cat. Next time you have a video podcast. Just have, have him it, as have a the guest. Cat. Yeah. yeah, have the cat. Dude, you know what's crazy? He's converted a lot of people to, like, actually like cats. Like, Well, it's a very friendly cat. Like, this cat just came and jumped to my lap, and it's been... Yeah, he'll just hang on to you. He's a good boy. But if, yeah. he, if he goes completely on his back, he might bite you. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so those eyes are striking. I'm terrified. Nice, man. That's so great. Uh, you know, usually when you go to Asian household, you don't really get to meet nice cats. <laughs> it's uh, there's a stereotype out there that Asian. People, I haven't heard it. What is it? Well, yeah. Well, the things like Asian people only own mean cats. Yeah, that's the stereotype. Yeah, yeah, I, heard, I, heard. I don't know what you heard. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard nothing. <laughs> I've never heard anything, dude. I'm just trying to get some intel into these stereotypes. Yo, oh my god, I love it. We're we're like 20 minutes in. No one knows what you do. This is amazing. Oh yeah, dude. I, like I'm the worst at uh, I introducing. Forgot. Okay, Miles, what do you do? Um, I'm a full time meat cutter. That's all I do. No. That's pretty much. <laughs> uh, Okay. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a producer. I do a lot of uh, producing and engineering for, uh, well, so the artist fade Soleil and I started picking up another couple artists. Uh, there's an artist Twaka I started working with. Very talented. Yeah, dude. I, so dude, literally I, I, I didn't, I didn't take on, I didn't like to take on new artists cause, um, like Soleil and fade are the guys I've been building with. Yeah. And I love those guys. Those guys are incredibly talented and like, yeah, they, they're going to blow up and <laughs> leave me. Leave they're going to blow up and leave me. Everybody yeah, but uh, no, I, like I just enjoy doing it, but it's like uh, they they kind of built with me. Yeah, yeah. No, that is your foundation of space. Yeah, and like the, we've gotten, so, we've gotten, we've come a long ways from where we started. Like I recorded my first song with Fade uh, at Moamp Studios like two years ago. Really? Yeah, and I was like, I was like, uh, it was Lalo, I think was the first song I actually like mixed. And like we were just sitting on music forever because I couldn't mix music. And I was like, I, it sounds like garbage. Yeah, yeah, okay. Red Eyes took forever. <laughs> and I still don't like how it sounds now, but like, it's okay. We've gotten there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, we've gotten there. I downloaded this Sound Toys, all these plugins from Sound Toys. If you're a producer or an engineer, you got to get Sound Toys. It's completely changed my life. More than any sound plug-in, anything, Sound Toys. Damn. But yeah, anyways, I kind of got off track there, but Slay, Fade, Twaka, dope as, dope as fuck. And they're, the music they're making right now, very excited about. Man. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the actual reason Miles is on this show is because... Uh, uh, yeah, well, Slay won't be on the show. He's and bougie as hell, he's dude. So he's a bougie. jerk. He's, he's a grade A jerk. He gets like 
<laughs> 45 streams on Spotify and now he's too cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not funny because like every that was I, I need everybody to know that doesn't know Slay that he's actually probably legitimately the nicest guy I've ever met in my life. Like yeah. Yeah, this is kind of this is fake news podcast. This is d- Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump tune in. No, dude. Soleil is such like a get this sounds so gay. Like in the classical term of gay, like I like men. Uh yeah. he's so nice. And, like, yeah, friendly no, he's, he's super and, like, like it's impossible yeah. to feel like upset around Soleil. Yeah, not not aroused around Soleil. <laughs> yeah. dude, and I, the dude can sing and dance and Matt, do anything. I was I was wearing his Even sh- my parents love his music. They're like, oh we love Soleil. Oh my god. And now he's DJ he's gonna DJ my cousin's wedding. Like jeez. Oh, yeah. Soleil is like uh He's a man. He's family friendly. He's a complete package. Dude I was wearing his shirt yesterday and I started singing. I, I mean, just because I had his his name on me, I started singing. He, he, that song I showed he you. He prayed over those shirts to to bring you that energy. Oh. That that was included in the price. That's why you kind of have to spend a couple more bucks. Couple more bucks. You're paying for the energy. Yeah, people don't know this, but like, if you get an okay Sole shirt, he'll he'll sweat on it first. Yeah, and that's that's some of the energy. That's kind of like the yeah. Uh, yeah that's the like appeal. sweat is like it's. Oh yeah. Physical manifestation, baby. That's <laughs> the energy in salt form. Liquid salt. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And I got one more artist to plug. Yeah. This this boy, Pimp Larry, out of Minneapolis. Pimp Larry? Pimp Larry. This is the craziest story to me, actually. What? This guy, Tennille. Tennille Larry. Uh, this is actually my favorite studio story. I want to know. I think... Yeah, I think... <laughs> I think this is my favorite studio story, to be honest, is like, so Fade came in one day to record a song. Yeah. And uh, this dude, Tennille comes in, um, he was back visiting and he was friends with Dylan and he hadn't been here back in a while. And so he came into the studio and he was like, I was making a beat and he just started freestyling with Dylan, like back and forth. And I'm like, dude, I was like, you're fired. And Dylan goes, that's what I, I tell him he's fired. I was like, why don't you just like record on the song? And he's like, ah, I don't like how I sound on the mic and I don't like to like, oh. I don't like how I sound and stuff. Well, long story short, we like convinced him to do it. He made a song and like his mom pulled up to go take, to go back to Minneapolis. I think he's like 18 or 19, pulled up to the house to take him back to Minneapolis. Yeah. And uh, he's like, all right, really quick. Let me just throw down a, like a freestyle on this. Yeah. Threw down a freestyle. We made, I turned the whole thing into a song and it's amazing. Like what? legitimately, <laughs> he didn't even listen to it back. He's like, all right, I got to go. So then, then I was like, "All right, this is Pimp Larry." Yeah, I don't, I don't know officially what he's gonna go by when he releases this. The uh, we have like three songs right now. Oh my god! But dude, (laughs) this dude's insane. I'll show you after the after this. Like this dude's literally insane. What's that? Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. And then Dylan, Dylan did the same thing. So he, he recorded his part. Dylan recorded, or fate is Dylan. I have to make that connection. Sorry. I call him Dylan. Cause we're friends. I know that's, that's how this, that's yeah. how this podcast is. Like, uh, people come in here with their like names and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, Charles. Unfortunately, my, my producer name is also my real name. See, that's, yeah, I have like I'm I have like eighteen different names, so it's it's whatever. What is that. is that uh uh what's like 
Is that how the process usually is with, with you in the studio? Is it always uh, just like... Yeah. What? For me, the process is I like to have the artist come in. And uh, pretty much what I do, so artists will come in. For example, I'll go with like how I work with Fade. Um, yeah, so he'll come in and I'll just start playing some keys. And then usually within like two to three minutes, I'll find something I like. Then we'll just start building on that. And I can usually make a beat in about 10, 15 minutes. And he'll just be writing while I build the beat. And then we'll just kind of like vibe with this with the beat for a while. And then, um, yeah, usually he'll be like, I got this is what I got. I'll pull it up in Logic and throw down some. I'll just loop the beat. So I make four bar loops when I make beats. Four to eight bar loops. So it'll just be looping. Um, and then I'll just have him go in while it's looping and just throw something on there. Usually I'll bounce it down like that, send it to him, and he'll go write it at home and then come back and record it. That, I mean, that's a system that works really well for us. Damn, that's sick. Uh, so like Everything's the, done right there. It's not like yeah, I'm making the, beats, then I send it to him. No, it's all like right yeah, there. Yeah, I was, I was wondering if it was like that. Yeah. That's, that's way more like that's... Genuine. It's genuine. Organic. And like everybody can... Yeah, you can feel like when something's... I can... It does. Okay, I have a good example. Have you heard Chopsticks by Schoolboy, that new song Chopsticks? Yeah. So that song, I'm sorry, that song is really not good, and I love Schoolboy. And I love I love Travis. Travis Guy is like, his production aspect is literally what makes me try hard. I, as hard I as have Astroworld on vinyl. My my man. Literally, I, I swear to God, that album changed the way I look at production. Because, okay, like, uh, the way he works with John Mayer, Thundercat, and all these people, and... Yeah, and he, like, puts it all together and makes it work. It doesn't sound like traditional trap. And then the way that it, like, you listen to it front to back and it m kind of just, like, modulates and, and I don't know, it's insane. It takes you. That's how it exactly, it surrounds you. And that's kind of what I started, like, uh, thinking about a lot when I uh, uh, have been doing my production lately. It's just my, actually, my private snap that I release snippets on is called Movements and Sound because that is the biggest thing to me now is, like, incorporating like a catchy melody but you also don't want your sound stationary you want things no, yeah, yeah. kind of moving around you people don't really realize that's what makes a song drive is yeah, is yeah. those little mo movements because yeah. if everything's stationary it kind of just bores you i'm trying to visualize everything you're saying and i just feel like i'm tripping balls like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah trying to yeah, I, I think on a higher level than most people, dude. So you just got to like kind of, you kind of just got to like keep, try to keep up. All right. I'm try to keep I'm up. I'm holding on, but my pants are slipping yeah, off. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I'll slow down. I'll slow down for you. Like the speed I can handle is just the, <laughs> the, the olive oil. I can't. Okay. Olive oil. Olive oil. We're with that. We're with that. That's so sick, man. I always assumed, uh, I was a, like, uh. Most like artists around here, they don't have that producer relationship. That, yeah, that I think you, I that's so that's to me, that's what sets like Yo. that's that next level of shit that like you it can does. tell it honestly does because yeah, yeah, because if you're on YouTube, I'm sorry, I hate YouTube beats, I have a vendetta against yeah. YouTube beats. I, I, mean, I, I, okay, <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta, I don't want people coming into this podcast and coming at me. This is what I gotta say. Oh, you're gonna get, so you get come at, dude. Yeah, dude. You come on this podcast. I know you get all these at. YouTube oh. producers are on here. Okay, here's what I gotta say. YouTube producers are incredible because what they're doing is they're just making a ton of beats and they're just they're selling leases for like thirty dollars a piece. They're you can make six figures doing that if you're successful. So it's incredible. But like the people. I don't fuck with the culture of it oh, yeah, as yeah. much like people that only use YouTube beats yeah, and like, I do. 
Gen- there's no gen- 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 genuinity. Genuinity. Gen. Genuine. 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 Oh, my head. <laughs> Exactly. There's not there's not like a cohesive sound within it. And that's what I was gonna say about Travis and uh Travis Scott and um Schoolboy's new song is if you listen to it, it sounds like a label plug. So it sounds like it sounds like a beat that they were like, you need to make a hit with this yeah. beat. Here's a hook we got from Travis, get on it and rap about love or something like that. And there's like literally when you listen to it, you can feel no energy between the two artists. But like when you when you listen, it feels to, like you could like they're compartmentalized. You can take this rapper's exactly. verse out and put it in like. But then let's compare that to "Can't Say." I, I honestly don't know who the feature is on that. But I'm saying you the way that they build off each other's uh, sound. Right, right. So like Travis kind of like molded the they molded each other's sound and it sounded super cohesive yeah. and beautiful. And so like that's that's something I would like Why contrast I, it with. I. In my mind, in my meta, in my astral world, it's T Pain. Your what's that? It's T Pain on that song. Oh yeah, yeah. honestly, he sounds like a. And I feel bad because that dude killed that feature, but like nobody knows who he is still. <laughs> but like we should. Hey, we should look. I'm gonna look him up and plug him right now, or like we we're gonna keep talking. But yeah, we gotta look it up. I think the cat ate my phone, bro. Dude. <laughs> no, nah, I found it. Okay. But yeah, no, it's just like, you got to have like an energy in a song. Yeah. Because if it's just kind of flat, I mean, music is energy in the end of the day. Like you want to feel like an emotion from it. Dude, I, uh, one day I, I was in a rap group once and, um, uh, we did this, the weirdest collaboration. Adam, Adam Seif called me. Shout out Adam Seif. And he was like, yo, I need you on this. I need you guys. It was like me. Sydney and LJ is like, I need your rap group on this on this single. And we get there, we pull up to the studio and it's uh there's this another guy there. His name's Ronnie Weiberg. Ronnie Weiberg. Ronnie Oh yeah, I know that name. Uh, but yeah. And he's he's we're just like we're all just sitting there like writing like the beats already made and like Adam's got his verse and like the rest of us are just sitting there just writing eight bars real quick. Yeah. And then like Ronnie just starts beatboxing. I'm like, yo, this is tight. And so we just record him beatboxing over the beat. Yeah. So but th- we layer that shit on down some there. some Justin Timberlake yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Like back when, yeah, Justin, yeah, yeah it was suit, that time. So period. suit and yeah. tie. <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah, you know, 2010 era. Yeah. So, uh, back in your 808 Mafia days. Or, yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, so then that happened. And then um, it turns out Ronnie is unlimited gravity later. Like that, I had no idea. Yeah. I didn't know Ronnie was like a big deal. Yeah, you know it was so crazy, but um, that was like the first time where we had just some random dude like in the studio, and at first you're like, "Yo, can you shut the fuck up?" Oh, yo, I'd, I've never told Soleil this, but that's how I felt about Soleil the first time. I met yeah, him. it's always like that. So I was like, "Yo." Put- <laughs> <laughs> because at Moamp, Soleil used to pull up to parties and he'd be so enthusiastic. And I'm like, at the time, I wasn't really as an outgoing as outgoing of a person when I first met him. So yeah. like he was super outgoing and I couldn't match his energy. And I'm like, dude, I'm like exhausted. Yeah. Like in my head, I'm like yeah, exhausted. It's draining. But he would just be enthusiastic because like he was just trying to like uh, feel out the studio and just like see what everybody's up to there and whatnot. And like he, and I had no he was idea. mad young probably too. So like, yeah, that- I, I was like, I didn't even I didn't even know he could sing or anything like that. And I found out like. Uh, I met him at Dylan West's house like months months later, and then I'm like, "Yo, that guy sings like that." And I messaged him on Facebook. 
sent him a beat, and then it was history, and we made red eyes like the next day. But yeah, it's weird how people how 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 stuff builds like that. Yeah, I feel bad. Um, I I'm always ghosting Soleil. Not on purpose. Every time he calls me, I'm in the shower. Yeah. And like, uh, you ever do that to people where it's like you're not trying to ignore them, but like they just happen to call you at like the weirdest time? Yeah, I also just don't like talking on the phone a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fuck with phone. Me neither. I, I, I almost don't even let f- fuck with texting. I, I, I love Snapchat. I guess that's a, I guess that's a millennial in me. Man, that's that's crazy because uh, I'm more like uh, I... I like to like talk to, um, like we have to be like touching physically. Okay. Like if I'm sitting there with one of my pals, like I'll yeah. be holding their hand. Okay. Yeah. We're talking. Yeah. I see that. I like to, I like to keep a, uh, I like to ha- keep a hand on the thigh. Head, yeah, that's a, that's a thigh. really good friendship move. Like kind of like how my cat's all up on your thigh. Exactly. See, this cat knows what's up. She felt my energy. Man, you're gonna get a cat after this podcast. Like I, I've never had a pet. Really? I had the goldfish ones. Man, this blows my, my. Every time I meet a white person, oh shit, Chinese person that's, <laughs> that's never had a pet, I'm just like, what? Y'all Yo, invented I, this? I had shit. like a. We had a dog in Vermilion at my house for a bit. Lacey was her name. <laughs> Amazing dog. It was a pit bull, and it was like I was like, I don't want a dog. Like I, I fucked with dogs, but I didn't want to have one necessarily. Yeah. What's that? Oh yeah, and then like uh, this dog was incredible. It was a pit bull. Yeah, and I was scared at first. Oh yeah, but this was the best, nicest dog ever. But like we had a party, um, and everybody was twenty one. Of course. And, and uh, there was a bunch of girls like gathered around the dog, and like it just like kind of snapped and like caught, ate, ate one of the girls. No, kind of like nipped at someone's face, and oh. yeah, they had to get stitches. And it happened another time in the kind of like the same setting, and then we had, they. My roommate had to return her, so that's real sad. Dang. See, that's the that's the thing is like people are always like pit bulls are violent. Pit but it wasn't it wasn't because it was violent. It was, yeah. it was like no. people are stressing it out. Well, I mean, like, yo, I've been in I've been in those like parties in college. Yeah, I've I bite somebody. Yeah, sometimes you'll bite somebody. But you just gotta bite somebody, and like that's, that happens. I mean. Uh, Yo, I'm telling you, especially, especially if it's like, if there's some of that like uh, college party music playing, like some Asha Roth or something yeah. like that. I'm pretty sure that's the only song. Or like uh, some, uh, what was that? Uh, what was that other? There's so many college rappers. Uh, what? Well, there's always like two dudes. Uh, <laughs> Chitty Bang. Chitty Bang. Yeah, yeah. Chitty Bang. Chitty bang. <laughs> Throwback. So like, imagine Chitty yeah. Bang's. Uh, you can hear like the beer pong balls just bouncing everywhere. Yeah, you yeah. know you can sm- you can smell like the cool. Dude, light. I lived in the base. Oh my gosh, you're bringing it back. You I can live- hear the sound of your shoe uh, hitting the linoleum and sticking. <laughs> Sam is like taking me back to last year. This is insane. Do you write books? I should. Yeah, no, you should no, write but books. The, I, this is that's exactly this, what my this is all the, this is all the perfect storm for me biting someone's face. You know, so I don't blame the dog. <laughs> I, anyone also in, the basalt sometimes figure in, but I don't yeah. think it's that. I think it's the environment. Uh, no, but the way you describe that was crazy because I lived in the basement of a party house uh, last year, like the last two years. Um, I don't need more. I move. I live in Sioux Falls now, but <laughs> I, uh, yeah, in the basement, I would always go downstairs cause we, that's where we had all the people at. Yeah. My shoes would be like st- 
like it yeah. just the most disgusting stick. You're oh. right, just the just that old cores, stale cores smell. Yeah, and that's on a good day. It's usually bush or like some kind of like natty or something. Hams. Oh, man! If you're drinking hams, you just gotta leave. You get, yeah. you got other issues you gotta hash out. Yeah. Or you're a townie, and we don't fuck with townies. Man, like, hams is like if you see me drinking hams, that's how you know it's like. You got At someone's gotta the, talk to Chan, yeah, man. He's it's not the end doing of the well. road. Like, yeah, yeah, I ain't doing good. Like that's. Whew. I honestly didn't like. I still feel like I don't like like the taste of any beer, but like there's just some that are just so nasty they shouldn't even be consumed. <laughs> that's uh, you know I I get the light beer culture because uh. I do like some IPAs though. Wait, are you so? I'm so confused. You ju- you just said two conflicting yeah, things, because uh, that is like the most beer tasting shit in the world. Because it has more of like a, an exquisite taste, and I have an expensive palate. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this, I, I this really is like, your non-FAFSA parent <laughs> ch- yeah. upbringing coming out. Yeah, I just have a really expensive palate. It's hard to please me, man. You can't. Some of y'all don't qualify yeah, for lot, FAFSA in the shows. A lot, of, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, good luck taking me on a date, because. I don't know. Dude, you got to be taking me to where Carnival. Is the, where is the per- All right, if a girl's trying to win your heart, dude, like, and it's 2019, so uh, let's be modern men here and say it's perfectly acceptable for a girl to pick you up okay. and pay for everything. What? Wh- where? Well, I don't. I don't get paid till next week, so it, it kind of works out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That that's that's the go-to line. Yeah. So <laughs> so where's a girl gotta take you? What's the per- ideal date? For- <sighs> Describe it. What is she wearing? Yeah, what, is make- what is she driving? What is she? She's driving an and- Acura. All right. Because you're gonna wife her. She's gotta drive an Big Acura. Big body Acura or <laughs> Big body. I, I want. We want to be safe. We're not. It's a first date. I don't know how well you drive, so I want to feel secure. Yeah, so we got to make sure it's big buy. I'm not getting in any kind of like, you know. Does she come to the basement door or the, or does that's kind of creepy? That kind of put or, me off or, right away. Are you or does she like send you like, yo, I'm out front, out front, because then I can uh, do my breathing exercises before I uh, leave the house. Because I'm gonna be really nervous. So, um, and then and then, and then we got to go to Runza. Yo, you know about Runza? I know about Runza. How do you know about Runza? Well, how do you? I've know? been around the yeah. Midwest. I've been around the Midwest. Yeah. We had one. We had a Runza here. My, it is now my dentist. It is now my <laughs> dentist office, and it's still got. Wait, we had a Runza here. Yeah, it was on a uh, uh, cliff. Like, wait, how old were? How, cliff, cliff. What yeah, time yeah. period? Yeah, I was probably like seven when they stopped, but it had the coolest play area. God. And they had the little door. Dude. The little door's <laughs> iconic. It's not there anymore, if you're wondering, because my dentist office is actually there. Yo, I know we have a lot of international listeners, so if you're not German, uh, a Runza is like it's, <laughs> like, it's like the white person version of a steam bun. <laughs> With a cabbage yeah. and like a hamburger. Yeah. Just a lot of sauerkraut. I don't even know yeah. if there's meat on it, dude. I think it's just <laughs> it's, sauerkraut. It's like sp- uh, meat particles. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> kind of just sprinkled on there, some bacon bits. Yeah, it's like. God, it's fucking delicious. It's like when you make a taco and then you eat it and then the meat that's on the plate, yeah. they take that and mix it with like 10 pounds of cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they stuff a bread. You got to try yeah. it. It's a delicacy. Dude, I had Runza for the first time. Shout outs to uh, Chris Reisroff for yeah, 
He's, he took me through my first runs of experience. Okay. Like, we all, we all the way in, like, Nebraska. So I, You kind of glow different after, right? Dude, yeah. it's you like... You kind of glow different. It's like the first time you get a hand jab. Yeah. After well, that. That's what a run is. Yeah. It's... No. Not never the, had one, but I can imagine what it's... <laughs> well, it's, it's about the same thing But I'm as, kind of a ma- I'm trying to imagine. So, so for you and Johnny, it's about the same feeling as, like, the first time giving a hand jab. You guys are giving some, right? Um, I gotta, I gotta stay <laughs> low key about what I do for my side money. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I said I didn't get paid till next week. I gotta make it work somehow. So, have you done anything else uh, besides uh, like production? Because like, I've done everything under the sun. I've tried to be a DJ. I was a. I tried you're like to, the Swiss. You're yeah. like the Swiss Army I'm knife. I'm like of the shitty creativity. Chinese uh, knockoff <laughs> Army knife. I, I, yeah, H&M, yeah. I've, I've done everything really poorly. Uh, like I now I'm doing pa- podcasts poorly. I've moved on. No, from, this is super okay. I have to say, you guys. We are not in some like small little like. Yeah, don't don't break the don't. I'm not. I won't. I won't reveal the location because there's a lot <laughs> of valuable things here. But this place is. It, it is in the downtown area, and this place I walked in and I was like, "Damn!" Yeah. I wasn't expecting this. Like, Yo, it's got I, it's got vintage old hardwood refinished floors. I like, started this podcast studio just to flex on people. Yeah, you had to because I'm like, there's no way for me to like flex on like people 15, anymore. Like 15 foot ceilings, like windows, like tall ass windows. Yo, beat yeah. this. Yo, wait till I show you what's in the door that's closed over there. After oh the no! Podcast. Yeah, you're I'm trying gonna, to get employed wherever this, wherever this, whatever's flee. going on here. I'm trying to be employed. Oh, it's gonna double your chances. There's like 20 people here on production staff too. Oh no, man, I'm, I'm feel, playing about that. I'm playing about that, but this place is. This I, place I is felt dope. bad. Uh, who was it when we had Joe? <laughs> we had so many extra people. We had like a live studio audience and shit. <laughs> we had so many people here. That's what you should start doing. Is adding the yeah. Every time I say something, can you add <laughs> mad laughter? Dude, I need a soundboard. Like, with yeah. the preloaded sounds. I want people to watch us and be like, was that guy hilarious or was it just the laugh track? I I want one of so they say, red eyes. Red eyes, yeah. Like, you just smoke a bunch because you got some red eyes. Shout out red eyes. It just hit half a million on half. Spotify. Yo. To, now, if people want to go stream uh, some of those other songs <laughs> straight up, I wouldn't have to work. So that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. So, um, what is uh, besides the people you work with? What do you? What's your opinion on um, kind of like the the sound scene around here? Um, how? What's the what's the community like? Do the do producers I, okay. talk to each other? Or I don't really know that it, many producers, but I okay. So Dylan West is kind of the reason I produce is because when I was producing out of my dorm on GarageBand, I was kind of just like, you know, fucking around. And uh, trying to make YouTube beats. Yeah, pretty much. I had nobody to work with. Like, shout out Nipsey Hustle too, because I used to literally just download his acapellas off YouTube and put them right on top of my beats. And uh, so that was my first artist I worked with, right? No, No, uh, but yeah, I used to do that, and and, like, obviously that stuff kind of gets like unmotivating. But I messaged Dylan West because I thought it was dope because I had no standard to go off of. Yeah, because I didn't know anybody else that did it. So then I sent him a beat on Facebook. I'm like, hey, what do you think of this? And like, I don't want to get into, like, the long part of it, but basically, <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, yeah, if you ever just want to, like, come check out a studio session sometime, or, like, I can show you the ropes. We ended up hitting it off, and, like, yeah, it was in this little house. He had this little basement house studio uh, on the east side. 
And like, I remember going over, I think our Linda Peacock was there. It was the first thing I was ever at. And like, I was like, dang, this environment's amazing. Cause he, he sat there and built a song with our Linda right there. Yeah. And they let me like get in on and, and make it. I think the song is out now. I think it's called justice. I think that it was on her album a while nice. back. That was, I think that was the song. And, um, was this, re- was this before or after, uh, he had that by the post office, the basement studio. This is before. This is right before that. This time. is OG days. Damn. But yeah, so this was five years ago now. Okay. Four years ago. I don't know. Either way. But yeah, so um, he basically pressured me into buying a machine, which is like a drum machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Machines I was like, damn, this, yeah. And he was like, you got to get it. Like, And he ended up buying it for me on credit. So then I just paid him back because I was a broke college kid, oh. freshman. And uh, it was the the biggest game changer for me. Is that what you produce on stuff? Yeah, I still produce on that. I, did, I do a did lot. Did you get the machine too? No, I still have the original one. I need to get a new one. My I had a white one. Yeah. Oh, the, the smaller one? No. Oh, yeah. No, I know was, did the first machine, was it? Full size. Was yeah. it white? Yeah. Okay. That's what Dylan's got. But yeah, so then I uh, just started messing around with that. And like, I've always been kind of a person where like, I see where I want to be and I can't put something down until I get there. Yeah. And so pretty much ever since then, and like, Every day, I just been kind of hammering away at it and uh, trying to beat Dylan West. No, I'm just playing. Nice. No, but Dylan's dope. Dylan, no, dude, that's yo. That's, Dylan does his, does like his pop sound, and I do more of that. Like, uh, I guess whatever I do, and then like, so we're in our both different lanes. And we kind of just like comp- like we can do our own thing, I, and it's separate. Okay, and it's dope. The, the, I come I come up with ways to describe things uh, untraditionally. Yeah, and like I came up with a new music genre for your sound. Okay, I call it Drain. Okay, uh, it's because my because it, it reminds me of like uh, it's really physically draining. No, kind of, <laughs> but like when you when you watch water go down the drain. Mm. Thank you. That's actually like something I would picture when I'm. Making you don't know, like like that's the that's the visual I I think of when I listen to like your production. Yeah. Hey, that and, comes back to movements and sounds. And, and drain is also like. I think that that yeah the slow energy train like I like yeah that's how I feel it uh, yeah I would it, lo- I'm gonna really have to show you some of this new stuff after this because like this stuff is on a different level oh, of shit. like making of that sound what you're talking about that made me excited that you said that because yeah see people think I'm crazy I am hey me too there we go dang man that's so that's so crazy so Dylan was like you say probably like that uh. That reminds me of a lot of kung fu movies because eventually no, you have yeah, to, you no, have to kill the so master. Similar. Yeah, you have to be no. like, yeah, yeah. No, the thing about Dylan though, it's like, like I said, like he does a whole different genre of music and he does it so well, man. Like he'll play me something and that, like the drops, he does drop bass music and like his drops, I'll like listen to it and like he hasn't released anything. See, drop isn't very drainy though. No, 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 that's all. Yeah, exactly. So like, um, I think Red Eye is really the only song I had with it, any sort of drop, but. The way the way that he conveys those buildups and drops is like, dang, like, and he hasn't released anything in a while. But what he's been working on, he's doing it, man. Yeah, he's doing stuff with Twaka. Oh man, yeah, that dude Twaka blew my mind. That was like the first artist. This is that someone I, I need to go look up right away after this. And I will show you one of the songs. I, dude, I'm so happy Johnny's here because I I wanted to show Johnny that exact song with Twaka. He already fucks with Twaka, so this is kind of like a beautiful. Oh man, this is gonna be beautiful. Yo, where's he from? He's from Liberia. Damn. He's from Liberia. Sick. He moved to Minneapolis for, I don't, sorry, Tawaka, if you happen to be listening to this. I think he moved to Minneapolis for high school, went back to Liberia for a little bit. 
Um, then came back here and goes to USF. Yeah, I need to check this shit out for oh, sure. My, and the thing is, like, he recorded with me, and I, like I said, I don't work with a lot of like. Literally, it was like Fade and Soleil for two years, and I, uh, Soleil kind of put me on in Dylan West to this Twaka, this dude Twaka, and so I was like, hit him up last week, and I'm like, hey, you want to stop by? He's like, yeah, for sure. Like he had responded to my stories every once in a while, so I kind of knew who he was. Anyways, he comes in there. And uh, we just kind of like talk for a little bit. Then I just start building a beat. The first song we made, I'm telling you, this <laughs> shit made me like tear up. I was like, this is unreal, dude. And like, yeah, that's. And he's got like, he's got such a natural raw swing to his voice. Like it's, it's not like super, uh, he kind of reminds me of like black, you know, like six lakh black. Yeah. 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 He kind he reminds me of that a lot on the, on the songs that we recorded. Really? Yeah. Yes. And he's and he's got that like swing on his voice that makes you feel like the emotion, like the raw emotion in this sound, and it it blew me away, man. I think we have like three songs. Yeah, you started. got me excited because like yeah. Black is to me probably one of the newer artists that I think is universally. Has, I think everybody likes him. Yeah. He's got How such a distinct, uh, like he's so distinct. With who? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Black is so dope, man. He's. I mean, how could you not mess I, with him? He's got such I, a. Yo, I, I, st uh, I, uh, the the YouTuber who really views music, Anthony Sant Fantano. Fantano. The he pin did, drop or whatever. Yeah, I, I wa I saw a clip where he reviewed Black's like uh, EP. He better have given it a high school. Free Black, like. No, he was just like, yeah, if I want to listen to this shitty ripoff of the weekend, I listen to the weekend. And bro. I was just like, bro, I, I just like, I'm I think, he's, I I was think, like, I think uh, he does that stuff to piss you off. Cause like yeah. some of my favorite albums, he, he, he's like, this is garbage. Then like, and I mess with Playboy Cardi's album. Like I like it. Yeah. Like Die Lit was dope. Like it was one of those slow burners that I like now, but I didn't like at first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, but Anthony Fantano's get, I'm pretty sure gave that a super high score. In Little Yachty's album, he gave a he gave a high score, but then he gives like some dope albums, low yeah. scores. And you're like, what are you doing, man? And like, nah. And it's one guy's opinion. That's yeah. like asking cool. you what you thought of an album, and then like, yeah. you, what are you gonna take from that? Like, if you like it, you like it. And I, I'm a guy that listens to the sonics of songs rather than just like, just like the full encompassment of a song. Like, I take it as it is rather than like breaking it. Breaking it down into lyrics, You're like that song lyrically was bad, so I don't like it. I just like how a song sounds. Yeah, that's the that's that that's the producer in you. Yeah, so I've always been that way. Like, I it's insane because Faces by Mac Miller is like my all time favorite body of work, and I've listened to it. I I couldn't tell you how many times I've listened to it. But can I can I say any of the words to the album? Not really. I don't really know any of the lyrics, and I could listen to those songs, you know, for years. I just like to listen to like the the full encompassment of a song. But then, but then I can listen to it in a different mode, like when I'm trying to break down why a song's good. Yeah. So I'll do this a lot with The Weeknd or like Tame Impala. Tame, yeah. Tame Impala, the way he mixes his albums. Jesus Christ. Yeah, The Weeknd, too. The Weeknd, yeah. And like, so I'll listen to him and I'll be like, what's going on with this? What's, why is this dope? And it's the, yeah. it's the thing that ha has helped me get good the, the fastest. 
So I'll be like, okay, so this sound is like moving from here to here and it's modulated and there's a filter on it. And I'll just like zone in on that and see what it's doing. And then I'll zone in on the snare. What the, what's the reverb doing on the snare? Like maybe the snare will be panned to the left and the reverb will be panned to the right. And I'll be like, damn, that's insane. That happened to me last night. So Kevin Parker, he likes those phasers. He puts phasers on all these instruments. It makes those, it makes those songs swim. Swim. Makes those melodies swim right through your ears. It's amazing. Kevin so, Parker, he's, so a, he's amazing. So um, do you have any producers that you listen to currently? Um, yeah. Yeah, Tame Impala, absolutely. He's probably number one. As far as, like, challenging myself, the way I look at Kevin Parker is he's, like, I think he's our generation's, like, most creative mind as far as, like, just straight-up production goes because it's called Tame Impala. It's one person, but he may, he literally sits there and records every instrument and obviously the vocals. Then he has a band tour with him to perform it. And his songs are amazing. He like took this pop, pop chords, and then he, he used it into like this acid rock sound. It's amazing, man. And I, I have so much respect for him. And I was kind of late, late to it, but I'm, I'm glad I found it at all because it's it, earlier than me. I got to go check it out. Now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Tame Impala, they headlined at Coachella. The, this this week do you like um like difficult music like yeah i i have a fk twigs album i i don't know if i know who that is um fk twigs is insane and she's one of those artists where it's she does she's kind of like tam and paula where she has complete control over the whole song right. like she knows what she, yeah. and like dude it's every time i, li I show someone fk twigs and like they like they like music. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah. yeah, this is it. This is it. That's what's up. I yeah. got someone to check out yeah. too. It's it's weird. It's uh. Gavin Johnson always puts me onto the most random. Yo, like, yo, dope that's music. that's the last person I I, I put FK to his album on. We listen to the whole thing front and back or front and back, and he's yeah. just like, "Thank you, Sammy." And then he <laughs> that's just, Gavin. Yeah, he's like, "Thank you, Sammy." Dude, I love Gavin. Gavin was the other like probably the second producer I met from here. I met him at that that house basement studio. Shout out to Gavin. I, dude, I I fuck with Gavin's sound so much because like, dude, I love Gavin. He's and I actually found out about this podcast because I was checking out uh, Gavin's podcast and I listened to the whole thing. He's just like a one of a kind kind of dude. Like, <laughs> I love him. Just his energy. He like, doesn't think he has an accent though. He does, he's got a, he's got some going on. Yeah, so, right. There's something <laughs> different going on. He's just a very <laughs> relaxed man. Like I think yeah. he's clawed out most. Of, no, he's not. He's not. He's not. No. But no, he's a very relaxed dude. And that. But he like, he, the energy he has with you guys matches so well. Like you guys just have yeah. this like yeah. So I listened to the whole podcast, but the the music he puts me onto is like stuff I would never find on my own, and like. Uh, it's all. Yeah, and like uh, the the last album he put out, I remember being like, "This dude's so dope." Because like, it's not even like he's trying to look for that mainstream like no, not at niche all. or anything like that. He's just making music because he loves to fucking do it. I'm like, Gavin's music is like fucking Gran Turismo music, yo. Yeah, it's just so, it's, like, it's I mean something that, in that the best way possible. It's just something that like it's him. Like it, yeah, it, it's something that he was like, "This is my sound, and I'm owning it." And it's amazing because a lot of people try to fit into another sound, and that's something that I try to not to do. Is like. Yeah, and it's like I try to stay away from that too. Yeah. And Gavin kind of is the w person that made me really kind of like first realize like do your own thing because it stands out. It's like yeah, 
Thanks, Gavin, for the life lesson, man. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I, th- I, th- I think that's why uh, I there's the reason I fuck with Gavin. It's probably the same reason I fuck with you. Is like because you guys don't have that like the fake cool guy persona. Yeah. <laughs> like I have a fake cool guy persona. Like people what think, up, dude. People <laughs> think I'm cool online. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. people are like, yo, Sam is fucking cool guy. I almost came up here with some shades and made like I had a ski mask ready. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I'm trying to be uh, like yeah, yeah. Hey. a real down to earth guy today. I want people to be like, yeah. I don't know. He kind of scares me, face, but maybe that's why we should listen to him. They want some face tats just to like <laughs> yeah. match the levels. You'd be like, damn, I had no idea. <laughs> damn, man. Yeah, no. Uh, that's a crazy th- That's why I'm trying to do this podcast. I'm trying to destroy that image. People yeah. just think I'm a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. trying to show them I'm yeah. more. I, I'm like, yo, I'm not that fucking cool. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like you guys. Yeah. I'm like you guys. <laughs> More or less, like, uh, in the 90s, you would have just called me gay. Like, you're so gay, Sam. You know, like... Yeah. Like, it is a dope time that we live in. If we're really going to think about it... Yeah. Like, there's, like, there's, like... I'm so glad stuff like that is, like, kind of phased out. Yeah. That everybody can kind of be comfortable being who they are and, like... I, it's, and this like, sounds really corny, but to be honest, like, if you're... Like, people... I don't know, can associate in a different way than they used to be able to yeah, without, like, without so- like the, 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 if I were to call someone now, if someone was to say like, Sam, you're so gay. It's like, man, that's like saying, dude, you're so French. Like right? what? Who cares? Right. Like, no, like, dude, I, I, no, I, I seriously yeah. love it. Cause I love having like, just like, uh, hanging out with people from different perspectives, like gay, whatever, like that stuff is legitimately important to like just bettering yourself as a person because Yo, if you're not gathering other people's you perspectives, are, you'll never be able to humble yourself yo, or anything like that. You want to know the craziest thing? When I was 14, I worked at Burger King over here. My manager was this gay guy named Gene. I, I, worked, I worked with this uh, Laotian gangster named Gang Guy. And then uh, our soup, was he had a swastika tattooed on his chest. Oh. And he's a... White supremacist. But, yo, oh. we all got along. It was so tight. No, that, that's why work's underrated. Yeah. To be honest. Like, like seriously. Like, when you... It's like, yo, we're all in this together, man. Like, no, we're like, all getting fucked over. That's insane. Yeah. I work with this dude named uh, Nick. He's like the seven-foot dude from Hartford. Like, oh, I, I don't trust tall people. Yeah, he's like, he, he's like seven-foot tall. Like, super... He's like a hefty dude. He's just like... He he's like a super Republican dude. Yeah. Super like yeah, just into that. But like you like at work, it's just something like you can put aside and just be like friends with somebody. Yeah. And like I'm never gonna agree with the things that he says, but I can like gather a perspective of why he thinks that. So then you can yeah. have it. And like and it and it yeah, comes that, down to like how you're brought up and you kind you can kind of just build like. That's more why the that's why the internet is such a butthole because like. You don't get you, yeah yeah. When you when you think about it, it's like the people online who are on there all day just being racist or like painting a portrait of what they right. think the world it should be like. Right. It's it's people who don't have jobs. Well, yeah. <laughs> so like they're not out there interacting with the people that they're projecting hate upon. You know what I mean? And if you think about it too, um, it's weird that we have the internet because like you're not confined to the ideals and like. And just the you know the constructs of your own neighborhood or your own block, but like you're not. But, but you can find a lot of reaffirming stuff, like within your own community, like, of course. Like like the whole I think about the flat Earth 
movement yeah. where it's like yeah every every town has we all know like especially around here a lot of people from small towns you know that guy growing up that's always talking mad dumb bullshit right like yo aliens are here da 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 planets <laughs> earth is flat uh stuff like that but like now with the internet they all can be in the same facebook group so yeah. they get empowered but it's all literally just like the one crazy guy from each yeah. small town yeah you know what i mean no like, you're right you're like, right just, like, and it is too like i i just think it's crazy because like for example this nick guy super plug i'm just gonna use him as like a all right straw man i'm just gonna use yeah as a straw man it's like it's like you can see where he comes from but uh he comes from like a smaller community, all that, which is whatever, what you believe is what you believe. And I'm not here to change that necessarily. Yeah. If it's not like, if you're not out there, you know, hurting other people or whatever. Uh, so basically what I'm trying to say is like, when you have the internet, you're exposing yourself to more uh, just avenues of thinking, I guess. So like, you're not just in your house listening to what your parents have to say. Your parents are like, this is what we believe. Right. And it's like you used to only come up on the on the ideals and like the things that your friends or family believe. But now you're on the Internet and you can find anything you want. Build your own identity, build your own research, build your own everything. It's just harder. Like the the flip side of that, though, like the negative effect, I feel like, is that it's just really hard to be a weirdo. Yeah. These days, you know, like the bar is really high to be a weirdo. Yeah. Cause like I try to do, I kind of like it. Though. I try to do weirdo shit, and people are like, "Yeah, seen it on the internet already." <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, I mean, I mean, things. It's hard to get original anymore. Yeah, As that's for that's for damn sure. That's why. That's why. Like with music, man. I I love rap music, but dang, like at this point, a lot of this shit like is just getting out of control for me. <laughs> Dude, I don't even like. I started thinking. Are you an old head now? No, I'm not an old head. I'm still. I still get down at the kids. You okay, feel me? Right, yeah. okay. I got my skateboard, and you know. Because like, yo, I was old head for a little bit, and I'm back. Yeah, I I like I like to find it's. I guess what I would say is I like more singles than I like artists. So like, so like it's not like all these new age artists. It's not like I'm like oh you know Lil Skies or uh you know. Uh, Lil TJ or something like that. It's not like I'm gonna go listen to their discography. I'm gonna be like, I like this song, take that. I like this song, right, take right, that. Right, right. It's kind of like microwave music. It's kind of like something I listen to for like a week and then you kind of forget about it and it fades out. That's why I really appreciate music that can like grow with you. Yeah, I mean that's why Kanye is incredible. He's good at doing that. Just like making music that's worth your time, and that's like something I've been setting my eyes on is just like making music that's not just recyclable. There we go. Yeah. No, honestly, Damn. my my perspective on music has changed so much in the last year, just based off like the direction it's going in. Because the people that are making those quick hits are gone so fast. Like, are people really even oh, talking about Blueface anymore? Yeah, he's still out here. He's still out here, but not a, not. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, but you just see a lot of these guys get on a. Yeah, just you see them get on a level, then they kind of just like slowly drift away after their big hits. Right. And yeah. And then that's what that's usually what happens. And I guess uh, that's why I like black a lot because it's like, think about it. That guy is not ever gonna be like mainstream, mainstream, but he's like right there. But I'm not. He's not like the weekend. I'm saying. Well, I mean, the weekend chose to like to be a super, like, super True. Star, you know, 
But I'm just saying he's always going to be there because he makes timeless music that, that yeah. it, it brings you an emotion, a deeper emotion than just like, let's rage. Right, so, right. so like it brings you an emotion that you, that you can just kind of like take away. And every time you listen to it, you can feel it. So I th making music like that's really important to me and having that kind of music, super important. That's why Face is my favorite album. If I showed you Faces right now, you'd be like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I feel like. That's what the best albums always start out like, because now that's how I listened to it the first time, and now I, now I love it. So, that's uh, I I think that's a sign of <clears throat> good art. Yeah, is like at first you're like, fuck this trash. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand and, and it. Then, I'm mad. Yeah, I don't get it. I'm mad. I don't understand it. I'm upset. <laughs> and then you're like, because that's how I was first time I listened to Blueface. Yeah. I was I like, mean, fuck this. Turn this shit. 36 plays later. I'm like, all right, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, but, it's just kind of like. on a different level. It's kind of like that ignorant shit that just kind of makes you go, oh, oh yeah, like I can I can party to this. Yeah. He's kind of got that like, what's it? No, that, not blue face, but really though, like FKA Twigs. You might just be like turned off from it right away. Like, yeah. I was. Like I, yo, I was in, I was. I was in like all the environment was right the first time I heard FKA Twigs. I was in like Colorado. Uh, weed just was legalized. It was like yeah. my first time smoking. I'm sitting there listening. Uh, my friends like my friend Dan Howard's like yo, and like Dan Howard's an OG. I mean like he has like Samurai Shampoo soundtrack on vinyl and okay. shit. Yeah. He's got like some of the rarest vinyls yeah. in the hip hop and shit. And he's like, yo, check this out. It plays FKA Twigs. And I'm like, turn this trash off. And yeah. then like three years later, it's like, I gotta buy it. Like, yeah, that's that's the best thing though, man. Like, um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, and the other thing I don't I don't like with music is like people like Migos, like Migos do their thing and they do it well, but they I hate that personification of going, Oh yeah, we made this album in two weeks. Like then you're like, oh, so you don't care. So like, what's that? He does what? Rights, rights. No, they're incredible. I'm just saying, like, people are like, oh, I'm gonna do that because I'll have artists that'll come yeah. in. Like when I do paid for sessions, like when people come in and pay me to record them, they'll be like, yo, I'm just gonna freestyle it. And that's one thing. Hey, if you're listening to this, you want to ever record with me? If you say that, I'm gonna be low key really fucking mad. Yeah. If you come in, if you come in, if, if you if you're paying for a song and you come in not ready, I hate that. But I, okay, I hate that culture because it's like if you're not putting time into it, it's not really. Well, it, it's kind of like uh, it's gonna some like, songs do work out like it's kind of like taking a shotgun and shooting into the air and like whatever lands. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and there's it, a difference between building an energy like right there and then just being like, all right, I'm gonna put some on this. Just there is a complete yeah. difference. Because sometimes you feel the energy right there and you can do it right there, but like going in with that mindset, like, oh, I'm just gonna go lay down some vocals. No, yeah. And that's what I said. It kind of works for Migos because they're actually like, but at the same time, now their music's not, like, it's hard to listen to a whole Migos album now because you kind of heard it all. I've never listened to a whole Migos album. Exactly. I, like, I've I've tried. Culture too. they were like, that was the one that they were like, I think they said they recorded it in like a week or two. And it's like, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit was just promo like crazy. Yeah. 
And that's why I love Travis Scott because he's like working on Astroworld for how long? And you can tell he worked on it a long time. Listen to the transition in those songs is insane. Yeah, Astroworld's. Uh, Astro. What's that? Yeah, I heard that. Birds in the Trap was a, that's what put me on to Travis for I real. Have, I have that on vinyl too. Oh yeah. my God, Birds in the Trap literally that that album right there I can tell you right there changed my production. That that album. Listen to that. I had that on CD and I had played it in my car constantly. But like, if I could make beats like this, I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 people don't realize is uh, Sickle Mode, like the biggest song from Astro World. It's uh, it's actually the same um, approach to production as uh, a lot of K-pop songs. Oh, really? What K-pop does is they'll take like the damn f- four genres. Oh, okay. And they'll they'll switch, and then they'll mix. You know, like kind of like how, how, yeah, like Korean pop music uh, is invented that shit. Yeah. Of, of like mixing genres. Okay. Yeah. So like the kind of like. Remember, into one song. Re, yeah, into one song. Remember, like, the first time you heard, like, a weekend track where the tempo just cut in half, and you're like, wow. Yeah. You know, like, that's 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 from, like, that, that K-pop shit, actually. That's, like, that's cool. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, DJ Screw. What'd you guys think of, okay, so my favorite song of, maybe, maybe my favorite Travis song right now has got to be Astro Thunder. The way that song is produced literally makes me, like, it's it's with Thundercat, John Mayer, and Travis produced it, and then I, I, I forget maybe Wonder Girl, but yeah, and that song is so gorgeous. I just listen to it and go, man, like I can't imagine being in that studio session and just seeing that com- song come to life. That's kind of the beautiful thing about music is doing it that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's I've, I've, um, my favorite combo is when Travis Scott works with James Blake. <gasps> Mile High. Dude, like, Have you heard Mile High? Yeah, that's. Oh that's my the god, yeah. that song is so fire, bro! Like, I listen to that probably, every night. Yeah, that's that's like my like uh, song before I go to bed type shit. Yeah, yes, that's that shit. That's so good. I've seen the. That song is so good, man. Oh my gosh. Travis Scott is such a legend, man. I like people will he'll get hate just because he kind of jumped in that mainstream level by dating Kylie. No. Nah, she jumped on that underground level by dating. But you Travis know what I'm Scott. saying? People, Fuck that shit. People Who's hate on him for like sicko shit? mode. Like people hate on him for like sicko mode being uh, popping uh, and shit. Yeah. But like he really is a real artist. Like he's an artist. He's a man. That's what I did, yeah. And so I was just walking around with headphones, and Sicko Mode being the second track, it was like, like almost shit my pants. <laughs> it was, I like, you know, Drake, Drake, whatever. I'm in my feelings about Drake, but it's Sicko Mode for sure. And like, the, yeah. the third track, right? No, no, the thing is, it's a super good song, but it's just, it's been hoed out. Oh, yeah, but it's like, the thing was the moment, like the first moment. Right? Yeah. No, the song was amazing and it made complete sense, but it's just been hoed out. Kind of like Mo Bamba. It's just been become a meme in its own way just because it's been. I, know, I still fucking feel a way when I hear it. Like when I when I throw the vinyl on and it comes on, I'm like, yeah. Oh, of course. I'll still get down to it. I'm just saying it'd be kind of. Kind of like people go, oh, we're going to go sicko mode. It just be kind of, <laughs> kind of came like a meme in its own way. 
See, this is why I don't go outside. I, I hate going outside because I realize outside now is just a it's shitty... It's a lot of Fortnite it's, dances. It's a shitty live action version of the internet that yeah. is like not as funny. Man, try working in a grocery yeah. store. You'll see. I see it. Oh, my God. How do you not Dude, fight I, people that go there? What? How do you not fight people that go there? I thought uh, he was going to fight close. me. Uh... I've, uh, I yeah, I came in here with my with my uh, guard down. Sam, Sam almost got one to the you know <laughs> to the teeth. You almost got one to the teeth. Oh, I'm always I'm always ready for a surprise fight. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like. Oh, at High V. Speaking of High V and fighting, like kind of. I saw a <laughs> family come in. It was a mom, dad, and like maybe like a 14 or 15 year old son, and then like two younger kids. All of them were strapped, except for the two youngest ones. Hey, All of them had pistols hey. right on their fucking belt. And, the, and then the dad's shirt says, my rights end where something, like something, you know, just like super. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, yeah. So you guys just pull up strapped to a high V on a Sunday and just fat strap, like ready for a gunfight. Yeah. And it's like, is, is that over the line? Like, we're not trying to, I'm not trying to take anyone's guns. I'm just saying like that. No, but it's like, yo, no I'm just. I'm sitting here like, yeah, I'm just sitting here like, it blows my mind. Like, like you're looking for something if you have three people imagine strapped. Imagine if you're like that paranoid. Like, if you have watched enough 90s action movies where you think that shit's real. You know what I mean? Like, Shit, how often are you going to go to a place and they, I, I, I don't know, man. It's like, I'm not trying to take anyone's guns away or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, you got to go to a grocery store with three strapped deep. Like, come on. I just, I, it to to me, it's just like uh, I'm just like, yeah. Someone has should should you someone, have total should you have total say over like someone's life or death right now? Three of you <laughs> in a grocery store? I don't know, man. I'm like I'm like I'm like fucking Denise right there could pop me if she wanted to right now in a high V. Yeah, there's there there's a weird obsession with guns in this country. And yeah, and I see it and I see it a lot, especially just a high V. It's like high <laughs> V. The things you see heavy, dude. Well, I, you're on the you're more on like the popping side of town where everyone's got straps, so yeah, yeah, yeah. They got keep that sticks on them. That southwest side, that little, yeah, the little southwest, uh, the suburban mom and dads like to keep that strap, keep the stick Damn. on deck. We got fucking, you know, Dan and Denise out here strapping yes. deep. Let's get the 14 Dan and 15 year old, yeah, Denise you know, hey, he needs a Glock, Glock 9. Okay. But you know, I that's the thing though, is like I think in July anyone can have a, a gun concealed in the state. And this is this was another this is another crazy thing that happened to me at Hive. So they they're playing they're showing something on the news. They had just downvoted hemp in South Dakota, but then they had just upvoted care that concealed carry in the capital. Yeah. And I was like sitting there and I was like, there's a lady I work with like standing right there in the break area, like the casual dining area. Yeah. Watching the TV. And uh, she was like, uh, Oh, like that's messed up. Why would they downvote hemp? But this goes up. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Like whatever. It's kind of just a passing comment. Yeah. This guy comes up, she leaves this bald, short dude, fat dude comes up. He goes, he goes, what? Well, dude, I put, I posted this on my snap when it happened. I was like, cool. he comes up to my, yes, you know this is a real good-ass story. Hold up. It's coming after this break. No. no. <laughs> but uh, he comes up to my table and he goes, uh, just so you know, I'm always strapped. Or I'm, I always carry a gun on me. And I'm like, oh. 
Like, that's how I answer. I was like, I don't know how to answer that. And he goes, always. And I go, okay. And, I, and he goes, you never know. And I'm like, you're just saying like really ominous shit. And I'm like, I'm just like, okay. And he just like, and just kind of like backed away. I'm like, wow, that's a guy that shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, and that's, who, that's, that's every guy that has a gun. <laughs> that's, that's so true. It's like the guy. Oh, oh, kitty bite. There we go. Why is it always uh, the guy who shouldn't have a gun is the one that's always strapped? I don't know, man. And they're like, they're like, they're the people that go, I'm a fear for my life. And we'll cap, put a cap yeah, in you because like your car alarm went off by him. Man, like they're looking for a reason yeah. to be a hero, right? Cloud chasing on a whole nother level. I don't know. It's just a dangerous level. Like, why should why should uh, that guy get a say over this person's life just because he has a gun? And, and like, I mean, he gets he gets that final decision in the end of the day if he gets to carry it. So, I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird balance issue. Yeah. But let's get into some something else. This is yeah. kind of good. I'm getting gunned down. Let's like solve cancer, like you know. Let's do it. Um. So are you? Are you? Uh, is there any plans to release like just a full like solo project? It's been something I've been thinking about a lot. But at the same time, like I have so many like so, like I'm in school work and then I have this, so it's like kind of hard to like focus on my own thing when I'm like trying to do my best with Fade Slay. Yeah. And those two. And like, that's what I want to do. I'm not saying I'm like suppressing anything. It's like, this is what I want to be doing. But down the line, oh, absolutely. I think I would do some dope. I, I just want to be able to like get to the point where I have more control of who I can work with on a yeah. larger scale before I make a project where I might be limited to like either just doing instrumentals because I don't want to make it just like a, you know, a fade soleil album. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or like a couple other people. So I think that's something down the line. Like if I had the opportunity to work with more artists, it'd be. I would love to, absolutely. Yeah. Um, people probably don't know this. I actually bought a beat from Miles once. Oh, yeah. I've been sitting on it. <laughs> Waiting for him to blow up so you can cash yeah. in. <laughs> I yeah, put, a beat, put I, it on BeatStars. Yeah, dude, I do this. I, I do this shit with everybody, yeah. <laughs> I buy beat. Hey, that dude just blew up. Guess what's going on BeatStars? I'm about to get a check. Yeah. Why do, how do you think he affords this place? SoundClick. <laughs> <laughs> I own Miles Ching LLC. <laughs> Damn, I can never apply. Damn, man. So, um, did you go to school for it or anything? Or what's up? Did you go to school for it or no? I have my health science major. Damn. What are those? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but it's kind of just my thing. Yeah, that's okay. I I like have a degree too. <laughs> that's kind of everybody. Like, yeah. yeah. I forgot, but yeah, I have a degree. Like, it's kind of like, hey, did you get, did they lie to you too? You fell for it too? Yeah. You, you, yeah, you exactly. owe a bunch of money? Here's what I'll say about college. Like, if you don't know exactly what you want to do. Don't fucking do it. But but at the same time, like, I became who I am in college too. Like, I wouldn't be making beats if I didn't go to college because because I was, I, I literally started making beats because, um, okay, so there's, I was sitting in my dorm. It's kind of like, uh, this is where really I can give you a concrete answer right when I start making beats. Nice. So like Origin I play. Origin story right here. Yeah, here we go. Breaking it all. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Dude, the coffee is starting to like make my mind like two steps above my speech. So I need. I just need to slow down a little bit. You're like at a 11, nine time signature. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like seeing a little bit ahead of time right now. You're doing like jazz uh, fucking drum. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I like to sip coffee and play jazz drums. <laughs> but no, I started because uh, so I was sitting in my dorm like I had my first girlfriend just she went off to basic training and we just had just broken up. So I was like all sad boy and shit. And like my grandpa had just passed RIP. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so you for real sad boy. That's two and I big had just things, yeah, yeah, and I had just moved to college, like so it was like everything was new and like I'm pretty outgoing now, but I was not at all in high school. Like people that I knew like even a few years ago can attest to that. And it was like so I was kind of just in my dorm hold up, like I didn't talk to anybody, man. I was just sitting on my couch, like chilling, being sad. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about how sad I am. No, I'm kidding. But kind of. Anyways. Like soaking it in. Yeah, so then um, I was watching an interview with Mac Miller because that's, like, the guy that I really gravitated to in high school and, like, um, listened to a lot. And um, he had an interview, and he was like, uh, yeah, so I, I was in my mom's basement, and I would just pull up GarageBand on my Mac because all Macs come with GarageBand. And I just started making beats, and that's kind of how I started. And I'm like, I pause the interview, and I'm like, hmm, I have a Mac. I just got a Mac. So I pull up GarageBand, and I made a beat on it that I spent the whole night I didn't even, like, I had the interview paused the whole time. Made a beat on it the whole night. My roommate came back that night. I didn't even talk to my roommate like that. Oh, like, damn. But I was like, yo, check this out. And I played it for him. I was, like, so proud of it. And, dude, like, it was. <sighs> but, uh, and then after that, it was kind of just like an addiction, man. Holy shit. So, what's that? <laughs> yeah, man. It, it was kind of like one of those things when I found out. I was like, well, I had to sell my drum set when I went to college to, so, like, I just carry on here and like I literally would spend every night till like 6 a.m. Just like making beats all night. It would take me all night to make one beat at the time because I would just make it on my computer keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. So then it would take me like all night and I would just be sitting there like trying my best, you know, and I still have those beats. But man, that's how it all started. And those are like days I really look back on. I'm like, if I didn't have the passion there, it never would have never gotten here. So kind of you kind of know right and away. Like college is that, that weird time where it's like. You can devote like sixty hours a week into something. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because like you're just avoiding classes mm -hmm. and you're not doing I, your homework. I was a decent student. Like I did fine in school, but I didn't like really like necessarily like fully apply myself. Like because it, it yeah, it was just discipline. I I was always kind of like, well, I need to finish this homework quick so I can you know work on this song. And so like being in school, I if I had never went to school, I never would have been doing this. Because I wouldn't have had the time, A, because I would have been working. Yeah, you've been just straight up working. And, like... College, what people don't realize is, like, college it gives you, like, this window of time to just be... be find out who you are, man. Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad I went to college. Just go into debt trying to figure yourself out. Yeah, like, I am. I am in in numerous amount of debt, probably. Like, I am. Not probably like I am, but... Honestly, I would take where I'm at right now and pay off that debt as, as it came, because... It's I only like, debt if they catch you. That's, yeah, that's what I hear. So I'm just kind of like, I heard too, so keep as running. long as I keep uh, keep taking classes, I don't think I have to pay. That's that's another <laughs> secret that they don't tell I'm just you. Just taking one online class a yeah, semester. Part, just do some discussion posts. Very minimal part time. <laughs> when did these loans kick in, man? Like, <laughs> man, they never kicked in. <laughs> I owe like six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> No, but it's like, I don't know. I'm glad I got had the experience and I met people that I never would have met. I had opportunities I never would have had, um, all just relating to music, man. And like, I remember uh, there's this Al Newharth media place at USD. It's like the media building. And like, there's a kid on my floor 
that I ended up meeting later on that he started making beats and we'd go to the New Heart Center and just make beats all night there. Damn. And it was like, man, like those are the... So like you, would you ever like get competitive with it where it's like you guys would, all right, we're both going to go there. We're both, we're going to have a beat off, see who beats off. Like, uh, he wasn't really like musically like, uh, in, like he, yeah, he didn't really have any background. So it wasn't like he was really like going for it, you know, but he, he enjoyed he being enjoyed around the process. It. He enjoyed yeah. the process. Absolutely. And so did you, were you, were you in band or something before? Uh, I did saxophone in like seventh grade and eighth grade. Damn. No, no, I did saxophone through, I did it fifth through eighth grade and I hated it. And I hated music at the time. It's crazy. I didn't hate music. I hated playing the saxophone you hated it okay. which made me hate yeah band and shit but i want i remember i wanted to play drum or i wanted to play clarinet because squidward played the clarinet i was like a fifth grader come on like <laughs> yeah. so i was like i was like yo that dude squidward plays clarinet like let me play the clarinet but i had braces and for some reason they're like <laughs> they're like yeah you can't play the clarinet with them shits so then I oh was, really yeah they're like saxophone so they put all the kids braces into the saxophone category and <laughs> i was like fuck the saxophone i was like i didn't I don't know. You're like Lisa Simpson. Yeah, and then I wanted to play. Yeah, and then I wanted to play drums. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> and then I wanted to play drums, and then they were like, "Oh, you have to have a piano background to play yeah. drums." And I was like, "Fuck this shit." That's what I I remember. Like, uh, that was the only thing I ever wanted to do was learn how to play drums. Yeah. So then they're like, "Here you go. Do you want to play trombone, or do you want to play fucking saxophone?" And I'm like, "God." <laughs> trombone? You mean blowjob simulator? Yeah. And then, as enticing <laughs> as it was yeah. to me at 11, I it's. It didn't choose it, but yeah, I never. If I want to play Blowjob Simulator at eleven, I'll go to church. Right, yeah. and th so then I ended up going to. Uh, I ended up getting private drum lessons with this guy named Kyle Wig. Was he like, do you have a piano background? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then he he basically yeah, it ended up being piano lessons. No. But no, uh, I took uh, drum lessons from this dude Kyle Wig, and absolutely shout out Kyle Wig. I don't know what he's up to these days, but man, like he he. He drove my like passion into music because he would just like the way he would play the drums. I'd be like, man, I want to be able to do that. And like, I never got that good at live drums, but just like the instillment of like being that good at something rhythmic and musical was just like amazing to me. And like, so, so do you have like pretty good rhythm then? Like, yeah, yeah. Are you a? Because I've seen because you know like Machine is people who don't know Machine's built for production, but yeah. also for performance. Yeah. Can you, are you a machine performer too? I can do it all. I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd love, I, see, I, love I don't like to toot my own horn, but I'd say I have some mad rhythm. Nice. dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I got machine, I, I, the first beat I recreated with all examples and everything was, um, it's Kanye West beat. That's power. The power beat. Oh yeah. So I chopped up that sample. I was like, yeah. uh, 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 the first, the first. Eh! Uh, my first beat was an Al Green sample. Let's stay together. Nice. My first ever beat, and I put Jay Z and Nas's uh, acapella over the top of it. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot. Of, Ooh. A lot. Ouchie. Dang, that was a big bite. Well, I guess you're getting sued. <laughs> 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 no, she didn't really get me, so it's all, it's all good. Dang. That's right. That's uh, double jeopardy. You're getting sued, man. Let's talk about that. Yo, uh, I can't. Uh, once, let, once, hey, hey, once I'm done lawyer. being sued, <laughs> <laughs> I sued a guy once and I won. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, what happened? Uh, this is the whitest thing that's that's ever. No, happened somebody on broke the my laptop and I was so mad. Whoa! Yo, and they ghosted me. They broke it. 
they broke it and then ghosted me. And I was like, yo, absolutely not. This, <laughs> this flame beats on this shit. Like, it, yeah, it was like, dude, I, I, for months tried to just be like, I was only asking for 200 bucks, man. <laughs> I was like, you broke my entire laptop with all my, with all my like collateral, basically. Oh. Like literally everything that I own is on that laptop. So thanks. And, uh, it wasn't like a friend of mine or anything like that. It was literally like my friends had some people over uh, to drink. We had a party house or whatever. I was in my room on my laptop. This drunk blackout dude walks in my room, falls on my rugs and spills his beer over my laptop. Holy shit. And I was like, yo, leave. What? Like, I wasn't even drinking or nothing like that. Oh, my God. Or maybe I was. I don't even fucking remember. I don't remember. But any, it uh, basically, I was at my computer, and he did that. And I was like, the next day, confronted him about it. I was like, yo, just like 200 bucks. It's like a $1,000 Mac. He's like, yeah, for sure. Just hit me up on here. Ended up ghosting me. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to sue you. Message his mom on Facebook. Yeah, I went there. Yo, hey. We're getting. Boom. I don't just sue. Okay, I have some pride in that. I don't just sue. He's, he's just not here suing everybody, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm not. A, so you don't got to be afraid of me suing. Okay, so, but, and it's kind of just a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that, yeah. So I was like, yo, I'm going to take it to court because this is fucked up that you did this. And like, yeah, so then I sued him and I won. But I haven't seen any of that money because I guess if you sue somebody, you don't necessarily get the money. No. Do, yeah. need, do, you, do you think I could still get that money? I want it like in the fall. Yo, uh, pretty sure I should always be able to get that money. Man, I'm going to be real with you. I, uh, shout out to Michael. He stole my car in high school and crashed that shit. Like, he's supposed to, uh, <laughs> like, he owes, yeah, 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 they owe me like $4,000 and they're supposed to write me monthly checks for like 300 bucks or something. I only got one. One check? Yeah. And, yeah, so damn, that's way worse. Yeah, the justice system. I hate up. it. I was like, I, I was like, I won, and then the guy I, I met with a so, like a, a lawyer counsel at uh, USD. He's yeah. like, yeah, you might not necessarily get the money, but like, there's ways you can get it. I'm like, what? I thought I won. Yeah, man. no, they don't tell you that. God, I was like, I just put in like a hundred dollars into this case, which in the end it wasn't a ton, but it's like, damn, now I'm kind of just out a hundred dollars plus my laptop. So that's what happens when you follow the rules and play the system. Yeah, you just had Johnny. We, I think this became the Rebel Podcast. Yeah, we're Rebels now. Man, I, I'm done playing by the rules, bro. Yo, Miles came in here. He was he was a law-abiding citizen. No, yeah, it's now, different now. Now he's fucked the rules. I don't, excuse me, I don't see any speed limit signs. I'm going, fuck it. There we go. Just hit the gas. Hit the gas. Fuck it. So, Miles, have you ever uh, thought about making your own website? Uh, I haven't. Well, now you can. It's pretty easy. All you got to do is, if you know how to drag and drop with Squarespace, you can make your own website in 20 minutes or less. And uh, if you go to squarespace.com slash cham, you'll get 10% off your first domain. All right, back to the podcast. Damn, you're sponsored? We're really in this, huh? we just, yeah, I just, hey, I'm I, proud. I'm I just got to sneak those in there. I'm every, proud. That's sick. Every once in a, every once in a while. Uh, if I if I make the ads too uh, apparent, my listeners will fall off. Oh yeah, I feel you. <sighs> hey, I had a high over under on me spilling on myself, and I didn't so far. <laughs> Whoa, you! That's that's like a betting betting man's terminology, right? High over under. <laughs> yeah. Yo, y'all need to work that into the what are the odds game? It was <laughs> the over under. Johnny. That, that game never ends well for me. So. No, 
The what are the odds game? Yeah, it doesn't. No. Ah, uh, dude, did I just break my Mickey Mouse cup? Shout out Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he's right? had that since he was four, and he just <laughs> broke it on the podcast a lot. <laughs> I gotta go home, man. <sighs> nah, I don't know. I, I kind of like. I kind of like this. At first, I was like, I started taking this to work, and I'm like, because it's the only thing that was clean. Yeah. As, as far as uh. And now it's. Uh, this is a coffee mug. It's not just a cup. It's now like it's a coffee who you mug. are. Not so and now it's kind of just like hilarious, like. <laughs> It's Mickey Mouse on like a rocket, and there's also like Donald Donald Duck, Goofy, and fu- what Spot or whatever his dog's name is. Yeah, oh dude, he's fighting, bro. <laughs> Low key, we didn't even know. Like, salute your service, Mickey Mouse. Hey, man, he's he's looking happy as hell coming back from fucking Iraq. Damn. He, he that's the face of a man that's taken some lives. Oh my gosh. Yo, you look kind of buff, and you have short hair. Did you ever spend time in the military? I didn't, man. No. No, I'm not. I'm not that disciplined, man. You have like good um, shoulder posture, though. This is crazy. Can I talk about this? Because okay, I didn't <laughs> until recently. I gotta plug this. I've been telling everybody about this. Let's hear it. Everybody, everybody, every time I start talking about it, my friends are like, "Oh, come on, Luke, you get it." No, I'm here. Okay, I'm, so I'm all about it. So like, um. I had a messed up back probably like my whole life. I don't know. I was like, I played a bunch of sports in high school. Super good at them. Like, dude, I was a fucking freak. Dude, I think I I, I, I could have gone pro. Now I'm playing. But, That's so cool. No, but I did. No, I did play. I did play a lot of sports. I don't know how I messed up my back. But I also sit at a computer like, you know, at least five, six hours a day. So my shoulder blades always come together like hunched over. So then I, uh, I guess just messed up my back at a construction for a couple years. Anyways, it was messed up, and I had no idea because it just been like that. And uh, one night, I was like at my laptop, and I was like, "Alex Tumay or somebody tweeted like an engineer was like, you, like a big thing about engineering is you got to be able to get up and stretch out your back and get your posture right because if you just start, you'll feel like shit if you just start falling into that." And so uh, I started doing some stretches and like started looking into it. Got a tennis ball. And started rolling out some of the knots on my back. And I realized, yo, like my whole back is a knot. Yeah. Like legitimately my whole back is a knot. <laughs> so then um, I spent four hours that first night rolling out my back on a whim. It wasn't planned. I just ended up doing it for four hours. Then the next night, four hours. And I started feeling a lot better. I'm like, yo, I've never been able to stand up straight like this. And then like it started getting better and better. And uh, my friend Aget, I don't know if you guys know Aget. Check out Beyond Unique, by the way, if you have. And that, their clothing lines... It is sick, man. Like they're working on that Kong and a get dope. But anyways, a get told me about this. Like once that lactic acid breaks up out of your muscle knots, you'll get really sick because your body's trying to flush it out. And dude, like I would see pictures of myself. I'd be like, damn, I kind of have like a sickly looking face. And I'm like, I guess that's just how I look. But all this shit started draining out of me. And I lost like a bunch of like, oh, just bumped the mic. But I just, I lost a bunch of weight in my face, neck chest everywhere like every it started coming out but i got so sick man like i got what? so sick as it was flushing out of me i'm glad he told me because i would have gone to the hospital like it all started flushing out of me I, I had to eat and drink water constantly to keep it like like balanced it was actually nuts like how it happened and then i ended up going to a chiropractor and he was like yeah you're way out of alignment so i had to go there five or six times i got to go back again tomorrow for like a like a monthly checkup thing but dude i legitimately had uh, dealt with really bad anxiety issues for like the last three years, like so bad that like it's been better the, since I started taking like I got help for it. 
But like, dude, it was so bad. Like I couldn't even do anything. Like, I couldn't even get out of bed. Like for a while, man, like Damn. I thought it was broken. Like I was like, there's no way I could be normal again. And like, I, I did get medication for it. And that like pretty much got me back to a level where I could, you know, do things again and be like a normal person. But like when I got my back figured out, that's when I was like, never felt more clear head in my life. Really? It was insane. And I was like, started doing research on it. I'm like, what's a correlation? Cause I was like, it's not just like, Oh, I feel a little bit better. No, it was like, I felt like a whole new person. Like, and the other thing is my jaw lines. Now my jaw never used to align. I never used to be able to close my mouth. Like, like that, this shit just like changed me. I swear. And Damn. like, like I think way more clearly. Um, I'm a lot more like, so you uh, tell me you had a tennis ball. Well, it started with the tennis ball and it's just like the totality of just getting your back aligned. So just having a healthy back and what my chiropractor told me was, he's like, yeah, absolutely. That could be a cause. Cause if your um your plates are in your back and like are being compressed and there's constantly firing nerves in the base of your neck because mine was really bad like in my middle back to up here and then in my lower back and uh, it's pretty much the whole thing. But anyways, if they're constantly firing, those nerves are constantly firing. Your brain's gonna start taking it as stress, and so over time, your brain's just gonna you know succumb to that and it's gonna give you anxious thoughts and make you feel like your mind's just racing. Because of those yeah. nerves just firing yeah. off. So, like, it was almost instant, too. Like, once I started, like, getting it rolled out even the first time is when I was like, damn, like, I feel really clear-headed and just calm. So, I, I just want to say, like, anybody that listens to this, if you – even if you don't have that anxiety issues, get your back right, man. Damn. Get your back right. Yo, take care and of I had your no, back, and I, and I had no idea this was an issue for me. Like, you might be sitting there like, ah, I, I think I'm okay. I didn't know okay until I was okay. So I'm just saying like, damn, get that shit figured out. If your back's messed up, I, uh, a lot of the chiropractors are $30 copays. So it doesn't hurt to go get it checked out. That's the thing you don't realize is, um, it's always like when you get out of whack, it's always gradual. It's over time. Yeah. It's yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah so it's like, you don't realize it. it. Like, it's not like an injury, like being, out of whack is something that you don't even realize yeah, and until it's like too late you're way out of whack well you it's know? weird because now i'll be at work all day stand on my feet all day and i'm used to my back just aching but now i'm like straight and i'm like fine and i and i gained an inch and a half in height i gained an Yo, inch and a now half you got me sold what's up ladies i put six foot in my tinder bio what's up yeah no i didn't i didn't do that uh, but i can you know what i could Dang. I mean, maybe that's why I'm getting out no swipes, man. This, yeah, dude, girls, I'm telling you, man, she's got to be six foot. Shit, as far if, as they know, I'm six five. Yo, if I was on Tinder, if I was single for some reason, I would put six foot. You got to <laughs> lie. You got to lie. You could do whatever it yeah. takes. Hey, you just got to commit to some, like, stilts. I, I'm just like, yo, if I was on Tinder, I would just lie. Straight up. I'd probably just use Johnny's picture. I don't even know what mine says. Let's take a look. It's probably lame. Like, I get... I bet you it's low-key, probably very self-aware, and... Sometimes I just, like, don't have them because I just don't know what to put, which is surprising. Hey, dude, I got a match, bro. Hey, what up, Nana? Ooh. <laughs> is that short for banana? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my match. Hey, you know what? We're going we're gonna, to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that... Dude, now you got me feeling like my back's all messed up. Dang. All right, Miles. Well, before we wrap up the podcast, I'm going to ask you uh, probably my favorite question to ask guests on the show. Um, 
How do you make your ramen noodles? Do you have a special way to make them when you're feeling fancy? I honestly got so sick of ramen in college, but I, like straight up, straight up actual ramen is dope. Oh, like legit ramen. Yeah, that's, that's dope. That but shit. like ramen, ramen. I don't know. I had so much of it my freshman year that kind of makes me sick, man. Yo, I think that's why I have diabetes. Honestly, it's how much ramen. ramen. How much I ramen mean, honestly, I I, I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean. That could definitely factor in. That's a lot of salt. Shout outs to the carbs. Um, carb Always shout out carbs. I think that's the rule. Dang. All right, guys. Well, um, thanks for tuning in. Let's give a shout out to the actual sponsor this week. And that is Gene and Company. What is it? I don't fucking know. Do they even do anything? Just wait and see. Gene and Company. Coming soon. All right. Thanks, y'all. Let's give it up one more time. Wait, fuck. Just kidding. Miles, fuck. Let's plug the socials. Where can people find you? Oh, absolutely. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Miles Ching. Um, miles like kilometers, but better. And then with a Y, unlike an I, which is also better. So at Miles Ching, M-Y-L-E-S-C-H-I-N-G on Twitter. Um, you can fuck with me on Facebook, but I don't fuck with Facebook. You can fuck with me on Instagram. I'm on there. Same name. Miles Ching. And, uh, oh, and uh, check out Soleil Bashale and Fade on Spotify, iTunes, whatever. They're on everything. And if you're listening to the podcast on uh, Spotify or Stitcher or one of the streaming services, do check out the podcast website. There's going to be links to all mentioned artists and uh, probably a couple pictures of Miles' beautiful face as well. I'm I'm a I'm a handsome man. He's very just wait, handsome. just wait, yeah. you guys. All right. I'm mad handsome. See, Johnny's got cameras on me. All right. Well, I was uh once again, uh thank you for uh Johnny and Sam and Miles. Oh.